And one of the main forms of legal murder that I think which we need to discuss is mental health. A lot of mental health disorders ultimately lead to suicide and we're going to be discussing that with the CEO of Inspired Dose, Vasundhya Chaudhary, who's also a mental health advocate. So Vasundhya, what would you like to say about mental health in general? Um, belonging to a country where mental health is not given so importance, I feel that it is a stigma here. Mental health is not just because of oneself. It's not that one is not strong enough. It's because the burden that the world is giving a person is much more. And he's not getting support from anywhere. And that's why a person suffers from mental health. Right. I could agree with the fact that it's a stigma or a taboo. But something I've noticed is I suffer from anxiety. And when it initially started, my parents were like, oh, no, it's just an act to gain attention. Nothing's happened. Have you experienced something like this? Uh, I'll completely agree with it. And what I have seen after reading reports and reading magazines, it's that the last generation is not into mental health, maybe because they were leading a better and easier life, because they didn't have so much complication, not so much competition in the market. And the current generation, like you can consider it to be around 2000s or like the generation Gen Z is more into mental health because the pressure that the world is giving or they are taking or the competition that's there in the world is much higher. The relationships are breaking. This is another cause of mental health and the families are becoming nuclear. So, you know, your people are not getting support from anywhere. So maybe our last generations were leading a happier life and we are not getting that. Right. The picture perfect joint family with cousins playing around. I think the problem when it comes to Gen Z is that we aren't able to communicate easily with each other, even though we do have social media. And for some reason, the whole concept of texting instead of calling just puts up these imaginary walls. But then again, everyone has their own distinct personality type. So do you think with the coming of social media and texting becoming the new normal, are we not communicating our feelings properly? Yes, I completely agree with it. We are into social media. We have thousands of friends there. But in real life, when we are in a trouble, there is no one. We are all alone. So I think that the previous generation were having real friends and we are having real friends. So that's the difference. And that's why our generation is more into mental health, more into suffering. We communicate just on texting, but when we come to face to face, there is nothing. We like ignore as if we are strangers. So I think this is a major problem that our generation is facing. Especially when the pandemic came, everything just shut down. I haven't even seen my friends the whole year. And then when we were just staring at each other yesterday, we couldn't even talk to each other. And do you think the pandemic has affected mental health in general? Uh, I completely agree. Even if I talk about my case, being locked up in a home in the four walls, although there were family members, but how long can you be there? You're just staring at the wall and just overthinking. Overthinking has like reached heights during the pandemic pandemic was a phase when maximum people suffered mental health issues and maximum number of suicides were committed during the pandemic. 
especially for the people those who were lonely there were two sides in the pandemic one which met their family and they got support from them other was who were locked up they didn't have anyone for them and the only thing was social media but you know it is not replaceable with the actual meeting absolutely and like even during the pandemic let's talk about groups who actually suffered the brunt of it the most probably someone from the lgbtq community coming from a conservative family when they were locked up with the same conservative family you could imagine what must have happened to them right definitely even uh, i had seen cases of fights between husband and wife or maybe between brothers uh, or it was like uh, it was getting monotonous the life was getting monotonous there was nothing else to do you were just uh, roaming from one place to another one place to another in the home so it was like a very difficult phase a person could have gone through out their life so when it comes to mental health some the most common form of mental health is anxiety right uh, anxiety and depression i think both takes the same stand so maybe one thing during the pandemic which happened was because of the fact that everyone was inside their homes they got into this monotonous routine do you think the pressure level which we put on ourselves and others might have increased a lot and this pressure might have changed into different types of mental disorders mostly being anxiety and as we all know anxiety is the mother of all mental health diseases right yes definitely uh, i think that people have gone through very difficult phase uh, due to anxiety they had seen symptoms like a uh, high blood pressure that is actually a symptom of anxiety they had uh, gone through disorders like uh, overthinking they have started imagining things that were not there and they had like faced a very terrible part and they had got shocks that were not shouldn't happen there but they had to go through it and the other thing was that all the people had anxiety but i think they were not able to tell about it to anyone if uh, they would have told it to anyone they would have better a uh, better way to handle it but the problem was that there was no one to tell and no one to know how to deal with it um about telling and dealing like even if i went and i told my parents they wouldn't have thought about it right they would be like oh it's okay it's just a once it's just like something which happens once in a blue moon and they blame my anxiety on coffee i do agree there'll be some impact of coffee on anxiety but do you think coffee is the source of anxiety in any form i feel that it also depends on the person uh, who is suffering from mental health uh, like personally i telling you that i really don't like sharing my mental health problems with anyone uh, whether i trust him i trust her or not it doesn't matter to me i just uh, keep it to myself instead of uh, conducting to people those who are around me i prefer contacting professionals like a psychologist or psychiatrist so that they can guide me better but yeah if a person is there who wants to share the feelings and he or she doesn't have uh, someone to communicate then for those for those people it would be a great idea because if there will be people and they can't share it and they want to share it then that will be i think it will decrease suicide rates up to an extent all right 
that's something we need to work on because honestly we have communication flashing in every single newspaper we read but the truth of the matter from what i have derived from this conversation is that our communication our communication skills are weaker than ever because um, of two reasons like it depends on the person and depends on the uh, listener as well it depends on the person whether or he or she wants that people should know uh, many people don't tell them tell others about it because they feel that it is a very shameful thing that they are going through it's not a good thing so most people are of the opinion that if they will tell others about it other people will think of them as covert or as uh, like they are very weak they are not able to deal with their life they are stupid and all these things so many people are of that thought as well so more than mental health which is extremely destructive in general uh, the peer pressure and the societal acceptance of it plays a larger part so it makes definitely. the condition worse than it already is definitely peer pressure comparing yourself with other people having competition or like academic whether it be academics or sports or anything it is uh, one of the biggest concern for at least teenage not even teenage if you go into any uh, age group it's the biggest reason why people are actually dealing with mental health see if you consider previous generation or previous uh, times uh, there was not so much competition not so much pressure so they had a more happier life the more the pressure the less the happier the life is or it also depends on the person how he or she deals with it that's really um that really often my eyes i'll kind of use that in my daily routine as well so the topic i want to discuss with you now is suicide murder or is suicide just someone killing themselves suicide is indirectly a murder and why i feel this is because a person is born he or she is living a life until and unless other people don't influence him or her why will he or she get into depression or even anxiety uh, consider a case or uh, maybe a teenager is there and he or she has his or her exams coming soon and he or she didn't feel well in his exams and his his parents are uh, like putting a pressure on her or him that why he or she didn't score well so it's indirectly the parents who are murdering their kids if they would have supported him instead of taunting him or defaming him maybe he would have not committed suicide or taken a such a step that's something i can relate to as well and that's actually true i feel if someone doesn't interfere with your life no one's going to go ahead and murder themselves but do you think suicide is punishable in any country till now for a matter of fact i know in india it is illegal for someone to commit suicide but the thing in india is that the person who commits suicide is considered a criminal and not the person who causes people to suicide So do you think people who cause others to suicide should be considered on this level of a criminal? I think that uh, they are actually a criminal but punishing them under law will be difficult because either the person would have written a note a suicide note that because of him or her I have committed suicide then it is genuine but if the person has not given a suicide note we can't really blindly trust anyone that why he or she has committed suicide so i think that what can be done is 
either the person's suicide note should be taken care of and person's daily routine the reason why he committed suicide should be taken care of and then the person responsible for it can be punished can actually should be punished more than punishment like i think you've heard of the death penalty punishment and how it's causing an uproar everywhere right because punishment for death death just doesn't work i think that punishing that person would be of no use because the person has already died and we can't bring him back now what other thing can be done is although the world is not so fair but yeah i think that person should be given some kind of uh, they should be made to feel that they had committed a mistake and uh, i mean like people should realize that yes it's because of them and the thing is not about punishing the thing is about making people realize that they should not pressurize someone for anything so realization is more important than punishment and that's something we actually need to work on yes because uh, punishing is okay maybe they would have given a statement for jail maybe for 2 years or maybe for 5 years or but there would there won't be any use the person would be out you know there are so many things going on there are so many big punishments but still people are committing those mistakes and they are taking up the punishment as well the more important thing is realization people should be made to realize that yes they had done a mistake and each and every person should realize it and they should understand that it's not such a normal thing it's a very big thing that they did i agree with you and do you think mental health not being included in education is a cause of suicide as well because let's face it we live in a digital era everything's available on google but imagine a 10 year old kid who's under so much pressure He's not going to go to Google and type in that I have this 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 symptom what am I what am I supposed to do so do you think mental health should be included in curriculums worldwide yes i am like really fighting for the cause and i know that how important it is for including mental health into curriculum the student should be made to realize this thing from first uh great that there is something called mental health the way we teach them about physical health the way exercises are taught in the school the same way they should be taught about mental health they should make them realize that uh, what are the symptoms what are the where they can contact they should be given a helpline book and even they should be taught that like they should be given motivation at times So let me just sum up the conversation we've had. We started with the point that more than punishment, it should be realization who should be given the priority, and mental health should be included in educational curriculums around the world. And we concluded that when the person's in a state of crisis during mental health, they should have some way of learning that it's not permanent, it's temporary, and they can find their own way of getting out of it. I have one final question for you. Yes. Um, what do you think about India's suicide law? Uh, can you give me a brief uh, description about the law? The suicide law states that it is illegal to commit suicide in India. 
and if you attempt suicide you're technically a criminal in the eyes of the law okay it's actually i think that india being a religious country this law is taken from um our shastras because it is stated in shastras that um not even in shastras but even in bible and other religious books that committing suicide ending your own life is actually a sin but what i feel is ending life a person doesn't end life just as uh, just a game it's not just a game it's a very big step he or she is taking and it's not just because of a single reason it's like you can consider it as a pot and when things are filling up in that pot and one day that pot will burst that actually happens to the person and that pot is not the only not only the person is filling the pot but people around him the world and the life which he is going through is actually responsible for it so we can't consider the person as the criminal right i'm adding to your pot theory if there's a plant in the pot let's just imagine the person as a plant now so a plant requires sunlight they require water and for once let's imagine the sunlight is positive thoughts positive affirmations and the water is let's say strength courage and love so in the absence of the sun and water the plant is going to shrivel up and if not saved in time the plant will ultimately die so do you think this philosophy will describe suicide as well yes definitely until and unless the person is getting support no one can live a life uh, where he or she is lonely he or she just like the plant needs nourishment he or she also needs nourishment and nourishment is given by the outside world and the inside world is a different thing but yeah they both are connected so one cannot just blame the person who has committed suicide as the criminal or as the uh, uh, should not be punished like it's not his or her fault it's a total fault by the people around him and yes he should have contacted many other people but yeah the phase was not good for him all right so in your opinion will suicide be a form of legal murder then yeah okay thank you so much for having this discussion with me i really enjoyed having you here And if you want to check out some other mental health resources and the work Vasantha has been doing, you can check out her Instagram page, which is Inspired Dose. They also have a YouTube channel. Any last words? No, it's all over from me, and it was really great session. I just.